Hello and welcome, welcome to the Winging It Life podcast. A podcast for those who are trying to find the path to everyday joy, whether that's family, career, work-life balance or self-development. I realise I am quite a few days late this week. I know it's only episode five, I think, and I'm kind of four days late, but I had a very, very busy weekend. I was up north um, with my family to celebrate my mum's birthday, my nana's birthday, and my brother buying a new house and moving in. So it was a very, very busy weekend, and I'm one of those that when I see my family, it, I kind of, because I live down south and they live up north, I have to see everybody all in one go. So it's always very tiring and very jam-packed. So if you have been waiting for this, uh, I do apologise. Um Today I want to talk about a a topic that has been a bit of a revelation for me and um, I've had one of those kind of aha moments in the last week or so as I've thought about it and that is limiting beliefs. Now if you have listened to any podcasts or read any books about the law of attraction it does talk about limiting beliefs and it looks at it from the perspective of like for like. So if you believe um, something negative where, or if you're kind of thinking that you don't want something to happen, you're putting that frequency of the thing out in the atmosphere and that's going to happen. So if you say, oh, I really don't want to be stuck in traffic today or this morning, all the universe hears essentially is stuck in traffic and therefore you'll most likely end up in stuck in traffic. But the limiting beliefs I'm talking about are not kind of the kind of superficial law of attraction statements that you can make um, in terms of what you believe is possible. Um, I think from from a law of attraction perspective they're always talking about think big and don't limit your beliefs about what you can achieve, obviously that is a limiting belief in itself. But the ones I'm talking about are the deep-rooted stories and narrative that you've been telling yourself for so long that you don't even realise that that is how you perceive yourself. And that is a story if you've been telling yourself for so long that you have just become to expect that that is the case. So if I, I feel like I'm rambling, but if I were to look at it from my perspective. So again, you all know if you've been listening, well, I think I've mentioned it in every episode now, but I have been struggling to conceive um, for the past two, three years. And that is why I have found myself on this journey to, you know, find joy in the everyday life so that I'm not putting pressure on the things I want to kind of create my happiness. But one of the stories that I have realised that I have been telling myself pretty much my entire teenage life to now is that I am going to have difficulties having a baby. And I don't know where that has come from, but I was having a conversation with my mother over the weekend And she said to me, you've always said, you've always said that you're going to find it difficult. And it's just like, why? Why did I think that? Because I haven't had, I didn't have any medical checks when I was um, 
a teenager to to find anything out you know and obviously at that age you're doing everything you possibly can not to have children which is a whole other story and annoying frustrating topic that maybe one day I'll talk about but not for today so I have since I was I don't know 16 17 been saying that I am going to have difficulty having children what the hell and I looked at I looked at this a little deeper and actually that is my limiting belief. I have basically told myself all along that I'm going to find it difficult and somehow I've brought it to fruition. And it's not just the narrative that I've been telling myself, it's the way I've been acting. So for example, when I meet a friend's baby, I pretend I'm not interested because I don't want that friend to think that I want to have a baby. Um, When I am around young children, I do find it very difficult to kind of engage with them and interact with them. And I get a little bit cold, dare I say it, around young children, because I just don't want them to think that I want their attention. And it's like, they're two years old they're not going to think that I'm chasing them for attention. They just want to play with me um, and play a game with me. It's all very bizarre. And <laughs> there, there are other occasions where, you know, we'll be talking about children or plant when p- people talk about, you know, in the future planning to have children. I don't say anything or even worse, I say, oh, I couldn't think of anything worse at the moment. Oh, I like it when you can give the children back. You know, when people joke to me about, you know, maybe one day babysitting their children, I bloody love to babysit their children. I love, I love looking after kids, but I pretend I literally couldn't think of anything worse. It's so strange. I mean, another thing, which is, again, weird. I have, um, a beautiful cat, Dusty. I used to have two beautiful cats. Um, rest in peace, Misty Moo, who I miss so much. But I, so you know how when you have a pet, you kind of call yourself their their mum, or I guess if you're a man listening to, you call them your dad, their their dad. But I wouldn't even say that I am the mum to my cat. So you know, my mum would be if my mum comes round and, you know, talking to my cats as you do, she'd be like, oh, where's your mummy? As in me. And I would freak out and be like, oh my God, I'm not their mum. And I get so offended and I got so annoyed at her. And then again, yeah, this realisation that why, why can't I just call myself my, a cat mum? I don't know. It's just something really uncomfortable about talking about me as a mum, even to my bloody cats, or even like just me wanting to kind of pay my kids, my friends' kids' attention, or show that I actually want to hold them, or show that you know I'm a little bit jealous. Or there's just something in me that stops myself letting people see that either that's what I want or I'm enjoying the attention 
or that I'm blooming mum to my cats. So the kind of aha moment I've had is that my I've clearly got this belief that or I've been telling myself for so long to basically not get my hopes up because it's going to be difficult. And it's almost like I've completely closed myself off emotionally to protect myself for this kind of difficulty I've been expected my entire life. I mean, how bloody sad is that? Um, I went back in down memory lane and I remember when I was younger, when I was eight, and I used to be like, I want to be a young mum, I want to have kids, um, you know, I want to have my first kid at 28 um, and I want to be able to have my last kid by 32 and I want X amount of kids and these are going to be their names. So, you know, as a as a child, I I knew I wanted to be a mum and, you know, I actually, okay, I played with dolls um, until very late into my childhood. I think I was maybe still playing with dolls when I was 13 maybe 12 but I, I picked it up late and you know I wasn't just playing with dolls like I all my dolls had bloody clothes from peacocks I mean bear in mind back then it was like two pounds it was my pocket money but my kids had a bloody brilliant I'm sorry my kids my dolls had a bloody brilliant wardrobe but like what the hell happened along the way that I then kind of just said to myself that I'm going to have difficulty having children and I've told myself that for like I don't know I can't do the maths what's 33 minus 16 (laughs) so a lot of years um to the point where I now even how I behave is as a result of that narrative I've been telling myself for so long um so clearly there's something in this limiting belief scenarios um the podcast book whatever it was that I was listening to that kind of talked about these limiting beliefs they took it from a money perspective um and they were saying how they've always so they grew up struggling with money um their family didn't have a lot of money so they always kind of had secondhand clothes or hand-me-downs or they would kind of I think they were saying that they would always buy things in the reduce column on the supermarket so that's always been their narrative so they've always had this pure fear that they're not going to have enough money to pay their bills so they don't um they kind of they save money but out of fear rather than out of excitement um for future purchases or for stability or you know for future life to be able to enjoy the money I don't know, when they retire or whatever, they've been saving out of fear. And because of that fear and that limiting belief, they haven't ever been able to, I guess, bring money into their life because they're just so scared that they're not going to have it, if that makes sense. I don't know if I'm explaining it very well. Whereas I've, um, as I've said in kind of other scenarios, I think what I've been struggling with so much about the fertility journey that I've been on is I've always managed to bring what I want to life whether that is the job that I decide that I want at the time um whether it's kind of moving house whether it's you know get like I said in one of my last episodes you know applying for one university because it's the only university I wanted to go to and therefore I knew I was going to go so I think what's been 
my biggest struggle with this is it's the the one thing I haven't been able to bring to fruition and actually looking at it it's the one thing I've always thought I would have difficulty doing I've never thought I would have difficulty getting into that college I when I apply for the job I don't apply for it thinking I won't get it I apply for it thinking I'm ripe for it they'd be lucky to have me I've got all the qualifications I write a really bloody convincing um, cover letter or email so I go into those things like almost living I go into those situations knowing that there's a point in the future that it's going to be mine or it's going to come to life I have no doubt in my mind but then when it comes to this and the fertility I've been telling myself for what 15 years or whatever that I'm going to struggle and here I am struggling and it's just blown my mind that how I've acted since I was 16 has been as a result of this story I've been telling myself that I'm going to find it difficult right down to how I meet my friends babies and I try to play it cool because I don't want them to know that I have affection for these their baby and I want to hold the baby and that this is something I want for myself it's all very bizarre so if you obviously you're not listening to this because it's a fertility podcast and I'm so sorry that I keep going on about it but if you're finding a you know a similarity in a, an area of your life that you are telling yourself a particular thing whether it's you know a relationship with a certain person it might be a parent that you know you've constantly told yourself that you just don't get on and you never will get on and you're just not you know, you can choose your friends, you can't choose your family. So whether, you know, you have a limiting belief around a family member or a particular relationship or, you know, around your career, if you're almost creating your own glass ceiling, you know, if you're, I'm just trying to think of a good way of explaining this. So if you've told yourself your whole life that because you are a female you'll never reach a certain point or if because you have a child and you only need to work you can only work part-time that you'll never reach a certain point or you know this is a route this is a career that my entire family has always gone down so if I don't follow this path they won't accept me for who I am if there's anything that you're telling yourself, a narrative that you've almost created for yourself and as a result you have acted and implemented and done because of this narrative that you believe, then what I suggest you do is do what I've been doing. I have been writing and journaling my fears and almost basically trying to discover what the beliefs are and what I've been telling myself for so long because it's all in my subconscious like I'm not sat there at night telling myself oh Natalie you will never be a mum because actually it's quite the opposite I'm trying to manifest it so I'm actually sat there visualizing and trying to kind of 
almost feel that feeling that it's already there you know because I am on this manifesting mission at the moment um so I'm not telling myself this consciously it's deep rooted in the subconscious um so I've been journaling to try and get it off my chest and try and identify what I've been feeling and that alone just identifying identifying the limiting belief I almost feel like I have processed it and let it go I've acknowledged that that's how I've felt in the past I've acknowledged that that's what I've told myself I have gone through a bit of a process to try and forgive myself for having this narrative and I'm almost trying to I guess visualize and feel myself letting it go and that's why I wanted to base this episode on it because it, it's almost kind of a a therapeutic way of again acknowledging it processing it saying thank you you know for thank you for trying to protect my feelings and trying to protect myself in this journey but I don't need this belief anymore it's no longer my belief it's no longer my narrative and in the process of doing that so identifying it acknowledging it almost kind of by writing it all down processing it I have now made a decision as Gabby Bernstein says in her super attractor book I have made a decision to choose again and I'm going to change that narrative and my that is no longer my narrative that is no longer what I believe when I do um in future and it won't be the the far future but you know when I do see my friends and their children I'm going to be like I want to hold her let me hold her I'm going to go off and play with them I'm going to you know buy them cute little gifts because I care because I do care and I don't know why I've been playing it cool I don't know why it's taken me so long to realize that that's what I've been doing like it's honestly this whole thing this whole discovery has blown my mind and I I don't know how I built this story up but at least I know now and like I said I've acknowledged it I've processed it I've put it to bed I've chosen again my story that is not my story I am going to be a mother it is going to happen there is a point for me in the future as with my jobs as with my bank balance as with any house I want to live in in the future there is a point where I am holding my babies in my arms and it's not that far away. And I encourage you, like I say, if you have, if there's something in your life that just isn't happening for you, if there's a point of difficulty, I really encourage you to explore if you do have any limiting beliefs there, if there is a story that you've been telling yourself that is impacting how you act which will ultimately be impacting your life and how you live and all the tension inside your body identify it explore it acknowledge it let it go choose again 
create a new narrative. And honestly, just by talking to you about that, I feel a million times better. So I really do encourage you to join along. That is it for today. Um, I didn't plan anything to talk to you about. I realise there's no scientific research or studies or quotes from the books I've been reading. This episode is purely my experience, purely a discovery that I've made and that, you know, I'm winging it. That's what this is all about. I'm just going with the flow, enjoying the discoveries, sometimes crying about my discoveries, but I'm here to kind of be raw about how I feel, hold myself accountable. I don't know if anyone's listening. I feel great for doing this. If you are listening and you did enjoy this episode, please give me a review. It might help other people to to find me. Um, If you want to follow along, you can so on Instagram. And if you want to actually um, share this with other people, then please do tell me you know, on Instagram, if this has helped you at all, let me know what your limiting beliefs are. Um, and I will see you next week. Well, actually on Saturday. So I'll be recording again in a couple of days. Thank you very much. Um, speak soon.